Welcome to the Inspiration Show podcast with your host, Natalie Ledwell. If you'd like to tune into the Inspiration Show TV channel and watch all of the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, please go to www.theinspirationshow.tv. Today on the show, I'm talking with Dwayne Classen and discussing some of the challenges that men are facing today and an amazing movement that, that Dwayne has started called the Remarkable Man Project. So please enjoy this inspiring story. Well, hello, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Now today I have my special guest, and my passion peep, is a gentleman by the name of Dwayne Classen. Hi Dwayne, how are you? I'm doing great. How is uh, how's lovely Calgary at the moment? <laughs> Calgary is great. I got the sun streaming in. We're having an unusually warm winter. Mm -hmm. I, I think we're hitting 10 degrees Celsius today. I know it's not quite San Diego weather, but it is fantastic for up here. Wonderful. We're being spoiled. <laughs> now, um, I've actually met you through an incredible project that you're that you're involved with at the moment, which we'll talk about a bit later. Mm -hmm. But uh, what I want to do is go through and ask you our passion peeps question. So. Initially, the first question is, you know, what is your background? Can you tell us a little bit about your story? And, you know, I don't know whether it was an easy road for you, um, but what got you from, you know, to, to where you are today? Sure. What you can't tell on uh, the video is that I'm a big guy. I'm six foot four. Wow. And even though I'm quite tall, I played small a great deal of my life. When I was in my teens, I suffered from anxiety, uh, shyness. But I ended up breaking through that because I wanted to challenge myself and doing things that really pushed the envelope for me. And so I discovered that sales and marketing and personal growth was going to be the, the road that I wanted to go on. And someone challenged me, and it was interestingly enough, I was at an Anthony Robbins seminar years ago when he was just breaking into the industry. And in fact, he did a lot of his uh, beta testing in Canada. Mm -hmm. And so I was in one of his audiences, and someone said, Dwayne, you could do that. And, of course, coming from my uh, background in regards to being shy and introverted, or I went, are you kidding me? But it sparked something in me. And I realized that I wanted to be in uh, some capacity in transforming lives. And so becoming a, a professional speaker became the direction that I wanted to go in. And so over the years, uh, and it hasn't been easy, but it was what had to happen in order for me to be the man I am today. Mm. And so I've, I've been a consummate uh, trainer, speaker, and serial entrepreneur. I tend to do things that really push uh, what it is that I'm meant to be doing here. And so I've been a, uh, in the music industry. I've been in the uh, transformational industry. I've been in the the game development industry. My sister and I actually invented a game years ago called Get Talking, and it was wildly successful. Uh, Toastmasters picked it up all across uh, throughout the world, and so I love creating things. I love inventing things. I love putting things out there that is my mark in the world, and so it's never been one of those straight line paths. But it's something I would never, ever redo or take back. I just love where life has taken me, and it is what it is now. Yeah, because you know what I find is often it's, it's like fine threads or like a series of events that gets you from, you know, not knowing what you want to do, struggling, whatever, 
and yep. then and then living the life that you live now. You know, because for some people we don't realise that that you know that one little event, that one little thing is just around the corner. So, what were some of those things that happened for you to get you to this point? Well, I had what I call my perfect storm. Mm-hmm. About uh, five years ago, I had created a outdoor advertising medium, and we were actually taking this to the world. And uh, within a short period of time, we were. Uh, about to take North America by storm, and even Australia, Europe wanted the, our product, and we raised a lot of money, and uh, we had offices in Las Vegas. I was living the life. I had everything that I could ever want, and I had uh, the woman of my dreams in my life, and I also had a, a seven-year-old son. Well, my perfect storm started when I manifested some partners that weren't as ethical as I hoped they would be, and ended up going through a really nasty proxy battle. And it was about 18 months of just uh, draining everything that I uh, built up. And as men, we identify so much of who we are with what it is we do. And as this was starting to spiral down, I was starting to spiral down. And then about uh, 15 months into this battle, I found out that my seven-year-old son from a previous relationship wasn't mine. And so I continued to spiral down even more. And the woman of my dreams, my fiance at the time, uh, she was witnessing a man uh, become less than what she she originally thought he could be. And, And I had all the tools and the training that should have left me at the top. But I had spiraled down where she just said, you know what, Um, I don't know what to do for you anymore. And so that ended that relationship. So in about 18 months, I had lost my multi-million dollar company, my son, and the woman of my dreams. So there I am. I basically had nowhere else to fall. But I remember one of my mentors, Les Brown, he said, if you're going to fall down, fall on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. Mm. And so that inspired me to uh, really start looking at my world. And what I was doing, Natalie, is I was, I was pointing. I was, I was blaming a lot of my world on external circumstances. But as you know, there's always three fingers looking back. <laughs> and I had to take full responsibility. Mm. And I realized that, oh, my God, I was the common denominator in all of it. And you are an expert in the law of attraction. So you know that, okay, everything that I was experiencing, I put out there some way. So I had to change that. And so I was originally wrote the book, Showing Up, Essentials to Live in the Life You Know You Must. But I had written in there about men specifically. The last chapter was called The Conscious Manifesto. And I wanted to do something special for guys because I knew I wasn't alone on this journey. Because I, in that, I did a lot of research on men, women, relationships, societal trends, uh, ancient wisdom, everything that I gave my hands on to really identify what I was going through. Mm. And I realized that there was something missing. And so my mastermind group said, Dwayne, what you're just doing here with this uh, conscious manifesto, you, you mentioned this remarkable man. That intrigues me. And so they said, you know, the showing up thing, it kind of feels like you're telling me what to do. 
Hmm. But this remarkable man thing, hmm, I want to be a remarkable man. So they challenged me to rebrand this whole showing up thing. And so I rebranded it. It was now called uh, The Remarkable Man. And it was originally just going to be a weekend program. But Spirit, the universe, just said, Dwayne, no, this is much bigger. There's so much going on on this planet right now. And with what you're doing, it needs to get out there in a much bigger way. And so I was looking at what the men's movement was doing, and it just didn't appeal to me. When I looked at what women were doing, I went, aha, they've got the right formula. So I started adopting some of what uh, the, these big uh, women's networks were doing. And I went, this is it. And so the Remarkable Man Project was born. And so now we're challenging men to raise their game and be champions to women, heroes to children, and brothers to each other. And that's so amazing. It's, it's and it, and we'll talk again. We'll talk a little bit more about that towards the end of the uh, the interview. But uh, so okay, so you, you're on this massive mission. You're living this amazing life. Um, so you know, we all know that success doesn't just happen. You know, and all successful people have specific daily habits or a daily routine that they that they do to keep them on track. So, right. what are some of the things that you do on a daily basis to keep you focused and keep you on track? Well, one of the biggest disciplines that I adopted in my life is my 5 a.m. wake-up. I, I realized that, you know, to be highly functioning and doing the things that I need to do, I need more hours in, in the day. And I realized that, hey, wait a minute, if busy people like Oprah and Bill Gates and, um, you know, all of the, the leaders out there that are doing law of attraction work, you know what? There's, they've got the same amount of hours in the day as I do. Yeah. And I realized that when I got up at 5 a.m., it was like giving myself a victory. And it's right out of the gate. So from my first victory, I'm now, I go to the gym, and then from the gym I come home. And from there, it, now I start my day. The process is I, I meditate for half an hour, just really get clear and, and just unload all the uh, the stuff that's going on in my head, and just settle in. And then I do half an hour of visualization, and definitely the law of attraction is a, is a big part of my life. And just getting uh, set as to what it is I need to do for that day, and it's all done by 8 o'clock. And so by the time most people are just getting up and getting you know to work, I've established exactly what it is I want to do that day, and it works because... By the time my day is done, I've accomplished so much, and it just fills my soul. It feels really good. You know, that's very interesting that you say that because um, I'm listening to um, a course by Evan Pagan at the moment. Huh? Um, <clears throat> Wake Up Productive, it's called. Oh, and okay. uh, he mentioned something very similar. He said, you know, he goes, allow about two hours in the morning, and he said, you may have to get up earlier than usual. He said, mm -hmm. but you need a ritual for that first two hours. And it needs to include some kind of meditation, some kind of exercise, some kind of education, something like that. So it was like, it's interesting that you say that because I'm like, wow, that's, you know, I was actually thinking about implementing that myself like early in the morning. I mean, I do those things anyway, but then you find that there are days where, you know, things get away from you and it's a bit of a struggle. Exactly. So, yeah, it's a great idea. Well, and it's interesting too where people think, oh, it's, that's just so early. Yeah. But I think we can all remember a time when we had to get up early to get to the airport to go to that amazing holiday. 
Yeah. And as soon as that alarm went off at 4 a.m., bing, we're up and we're jazzed, we're excited, and boom, we're off. Yeah. And we don't even give it a second thought. Mm-hmm. But if we if we take that same attitude to starting our day and going, wow, what can I create today? Yep. Then it just gets it going. Awesome. Now, you'll be very qualified to answer this next question because you have been at rock bottom. Um, but what advice do you have for people who, because, you know, it's the number one question I get asked all the time. How can I stay positive when everything around me is so negative? So what advice do you have for people that are in that situation? Well, I think we are a product of our environment, and I think we're a product of the people that we associate with. And I subscribe to the idea that we are the sum total of our six closest friends. And so when things aren't going so great in your world, it is leaning on the people that really matter uh, to you. And I've got a great network, a great support network in my family, my friends, I have colleagues. And it's really setting up that relationship. This is what I need from you. This is what, um, when, when I am not in my power, call me on it and mm-hmm. be that sense of support. So I just challenge everyone to just uh, get in front of someone that is really, that has your back. And that's one of our taglines, we've got your back. And I've got so many people that are, are there for me. They know what I have to do and they, they call me on it. Yep. And get around a, a mastermind group. Yep. If you can get uh, four or five people that uh, you can rely on, be um, create an accountability system with them, mm-hmm. and it'll help keep you for, uh, moving forward. Great. Okay, so last question, and it may be hard to narrow this down to one thing, but if there's one piece of advice you can give to people today to take, so they can implement it today to facilitate a positive change in their life, what is that one thing? That one thing would be stay focused because if, if, you, can, um, if you can dream it, you can conceive it mm-hmm. and achieve it. So know that whatever it is that you've got going, whatever your purpose and your passion is, stay on course. This is your dream. This is what you're meant to be doing on this planet. The world needs your vision. It needs your purpose. It needs your passion. So many people are deflected by that first no or that, oh, it's not going to happen. I don't feel it. Um, uh, I I feel unsupported. But the universe needs to see you in your passion. You know, it's like, hmm, well, I can see Dwayne. He's kind of there, but he's not kind of feeling it today. But um, if he just puts a little bit more energy into it and then all of a sudden, I go, you know what, I'm going to make this happen. i got to make this report done. Uh, no one else is going to do it for me. Mm-hmm. i got to make these calls. i got to do what it takes. Now the universe is going, hey, he's, he's serious about this. <laughs> I'm, okay, let's, let's, let's crank it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, synchronicity starts to work based on my energy. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the phone call at the other end, the person's going, yeah, hey, you know, I, uh, I've been waiting for your call or someone told me about you. It just starts to happen, and things start to fall into place. So I just encourage everyone to stay focused, stay on task. Perfect. Lovely. Well, that was awesome, Dwayne. Um, Fantastic insight. Um, You absolutely know your stuff. Now, we want to talk a little bit more about the Remarkable Man uh, project. Now, you're talking about being a hero to children, being – so what were the the, the three things? It's it's champions to women. Yes. Heroes to children yep. and brothers to each other. So who, who is helping you with this? What, what, just explain what the project's all about. Sure. 
What we're doing is we're creating a global initiative to challenge men worldwide to raise their game. As there's this shift that's occurring right now mm -hmm. on this planet. Yep. And women are uh, really connected. They're galvanized. They're, they've got such a, uh, a like the sisterhood, the goddess <laughs> energy is just prevalent everywhere. Mm. And as they're moving up, men kind of are flatlining. And, and you've probably seen this in some of the seminars and workshops that you go to. And in a lot of time, places that they're 70%, there's women. And some of the guys are sitting there like, yeah, do I really have to be here? Mm. And, you know, they were kind of dragged along. We've got to change that. And as, as these uh, women are being empowered and moving forward, it's, it's almost like they're unstoppable. They mm. can do anything and they know it. And men are going, I don't know anymore. Mm. I'm, you know, they're more confused. They're more frustrated. And some of them are, are more angry uh, than ever before. And the challenge is, what does it mean to be a man in today's world? Mm. And so the Remarkable Man Project is here to provide them with the tools and resources they need to learn about what it means to be in their authentic masculine power. And moving men out of that masculine energy and into that authentic masculine power where it serves them the most and it serves them in all their relationships and uh, right now um, children need their heroes and their heroes should be your dad or the guardian or you know that the man that's responsible for their uh, upliftment and sadly most of the the heroes are the posters on their wall or you know the the, the music stars yeah and we the, the characters the characters yeah. that really aren't real people. Exactly. Mm. And so it's just um, championing the dad to, to, you know, know that it's, this is what it's all about, mm. you know, to, to raise this, this little person, this being, and it doesn't matter what age they are. I mean, uh, for, for dads of any age and their, their sons or their daughters of any age, to really see what it means to be a hero in their lives and what the impact is.
Thanks for tuning in to the Inspiration Show podcast with Natalie Ledwell. Remember, if you'd like to check out the Inspiration Show TV channel and watch videos of all the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, please go to www.theinspirationshow.tv.